That is the best theme song of all time, in my honest opinion. Welcome to No Worries If Not. I'm Aaron Tuning. I'm Andrew Stanley. I agree with you. Thank you so much. Yeah. That matters a lot to me. I've heard that really good content is when people just agree with each other. Yeah. Yeah. There's no friction at all. If Favorite you ever movies. ESPN, the hosts always have the same opinion They're about always stuff. Like, True. Move yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have a banger of an episode today. We'll talk more about our guest in a little bit, but just so you know, it is Blair Erskine who is a hilarious viral sensation, great comedian. We'll get into all that in a minute. But first, we do need to thank our sponsor, uh, Andrew. I think, I think it's your oh, turn. Yeah, oh, I forgot about this one. I will, uh, I'll, I'll take it. Cool. This episode of No Worries If Not is brought to you by Spadar, the brand new app taking the spaying and neutering industry by storm. Have a new pet and already behind on vet bills? Dreading dropping more money on them to get fixed? Have you looked at your pet and then looked at a pair of scissors and back at your pet and thought, should I? Meet Spadar, an app that lets you find people around you that are willing to fix your pets for cheap. It's like Grinder but different. <laughs> Maybe you'll match with an off-duty vet. Maybe you'll match with a butcher. Maybe you'll match with a poor college student that has a dull butter knife lying around and could use an extra $20 from lopping off Fluffy's dangly bits. It doesn't matter who does it. What matters is that your pet's privates will be pulverized regardless. Download Spadar today and put your pet's delicates out of business forever. Wow, amazing. Thank you, Spadar. Make sure to download that from the App Store. Yeah, if you, probably, if you just go to the top 10 apps, it'll probably, you'll see it right there. Mm-hmm. It has gotten huge. It lives at the top of that list. Yeah, put those scissors away and download the app. All right. Andrew, how's, uh, how's your week been? My week has been good. I am just happy to be doing stand up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday night had a did a homeschool convention. Did an hour show in a, in someone's living room. Nope, it was in the convention center in Jacksonville, Florida. There's that many of them. Yeah, uh, this is a this is a shout out great homeschool conventions. I'm signed on for they do seven of them every year. Is that I'm the name? On. Great homeschool conventions. Yeah, yeah, that's their adjective <laughs> is part of the name. Uh, they're the great homeschool convention. They do them all over the country. So I do I have a few more left too. If anybody wants to come see me in Ontario, California, or uh, Albany, New York, wow, there's homeschoolers everywhere. Mm-hmm. Aaron, we're all over. Those the are the place. hot spots. A lot, but a, lot of, in, a lot of denim. I was in Jacksonville Friday. Very fun show. It's always it's always weird when the group you're performing for is all like one type of person. Like everybody here is a homeschooler or a homeschool parent. <laughs> so you got to like look at your act and be like, all right, which. Do these jokes work with this whole group? And like, uh, my vaccine jokes didn't work very well. Oh no! Um, but overall, it went it went pretty pretty solid. Right? Because uh, what was what's the the bit? Well, it has it's, like, it's on my Instagram. If anybody wants to see it, it's just a little clip about how a guy on my Instagram told me that if I took the vaccine, it would turn me gay. So I don't know why the homeschool convention audience wasn't on board with that yeah, premise. Yeah, Florida homeschoolers seemed like it's uh, right up their alley. It took me about 10 minutes to dig out of that hole. <laughs> I had to I had to recover with an Amber Alert story, which they were fine with. They're like, oh, that's our stuff. So, yeah. yeah, so I don't know how all that goes together. But um, but yeah, very fun. But uh, I want to talk more about what's going on with you because in the last like week and a half, you've become, you know, we talk about Blair's a big viral sensation. You're blowing up on TikTok. I, I guess I've become a... a TikToker on accident. TikToker Aaron Tuning. What? Yeah. How do you? Are you still going to do the podcast if you keep getting this big? I mean, for now, I keep uh, checking my email like a slot machine, just refreshing, <laughs> hoping that something comes through and I can stop doing this and killing my soul every week. But as of now, I'm down, dude. So what are the videos? Are <laughs> hilarious. I've been watching them. There, you make you. song noises. Yeah. So yeah, it's. Uh, Is that how you would describe it? Yeah, it's weird, because there's a bunch of jokes on there that I'm like, that's a clever joke. I'm actually kind of proud of that. Of course, it doesn't do numbers at all. No one cares. <laughs> the ones you really are confident in are always the ones that people are like, yeah, we saw it. Always. Every time. So this uh, this is very true to me, very genuine, that there's always 
any song I love, literally any song I love, there's always one moment that I can point to and be like, that's when it went from like a nine to a 10 for me. Some little sound, little drum fill, little synth, a little, uh, you know, some little so vocal So you're not noise. a chorus guy. You're like a, I need like a little morsel of a weird noise. You just need, you need a little accent on there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A little spice. So what's an example? Um, an example would be uh, the synth noise in Mario's Let Me Love You. So how does that go? Oh, gosh. Something like that. In the video, I say it sounds like a uh, seagull getting divorced, and apparently people like that. And that uh, It is your commentary on the noises that makes it funny. Yeah, I have... You I, should feel okay I about. have seen a couple of people rip off that style of video. You created a stealable concept. That's yeah, amazing. But it's just the cheesy TikTokers that'll be like... The title comes up, and it's that moment in the song that just makes you go... Uh, and he like he points to the words, which is cheesy, and then yeah. does like a he hugs himself like oh it makes me feel warm. They'll never be as good. And then as he you. just listens to the songs and smiles. He doesn't talk about it. There's no original thought. Does it have more views than yours? No. Oh okay. Did I sound mad? And who cares? You sounded like maybe you were had a rival. <laughs> no, no, but I've seen it. People tag me in it to like try to rat on him. Like I don't care. Oh, Whatever. Good. It's nice when your fans are, are like we got your back, dude. I mean, I, I I imagine it's nice. It is nice. I'd still get roasted a lot when you if something goes on the for you page that introduces you to a lot of new people, <laughs> a lot of very mean people. So they're what are they saying to roast you? Um, mainly doppelgangers. There's the the big dude from This Is Us, Toby. Okay. So they're like, mm, it looks like burn victim Toby. Someone said that, and I was like, I don't know what that means, but it burn hurts victim. a lot. A lot of Jason Sudeikis. They say it sound like okay. it. So I was like, I'll take that all day long. Okay, I don't. Then, um, I don't I'll, really see or hear that. But. Great. Okay, but the negative, <laughs> the negative ones I can see. You get that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and David Cross, which love David Cross, don't really want to look like David. Him. I don't think you look like David Cross. And it's Gen Z, so they're like, you look like the guy who stole the Chipmunks. That's how they know David Cross. They don't even the know him from Arrested Development. They no. know him from Alvin or and the Mr. Chipmunks. Show or any of that. No. Or Mr. Show. No. Or his stand-up. My favorite is that people go see him do stand-up and they think he's going to be like Tobias from Arrested Development. Right. And then he's just like a political, you know... It is. Dirty and comedian. political. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very different. It's just like, this is not what I expected. Yeah, so um, go very, see very funny. Andrew's actual talent in person if, if you want. And then, um, I guess, follow me on TikTok. I don't know. Yeah, follow Aaron on TikTok. Weird. That's, uh, that's more, all I got going for me. More people follow him on TikTok. Than li- Why don't you promote this podcast on your TikTok? I should. I've been waiting for the right moment. Can you promote stuff on TikTok or is it just... You can't. It's not... It's going to not do well, but that's <laughs> fine. But this might be the one because our guest, a lot of people on TikTok are already going to know. Yeah, speaking of viral content. Yeah. Blair, Blair Erskine. Blair Erskine is just the greatest. She was... um. One of our favorite comics in the Atlanta area, stand-up comics, the last few years. Yeah, um, she used to just be one of us, doing stand-up, making people laugh. Yep. And then during the pandemic, she started making these amazing, hilarious, satire kind of parody videos that blew up hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter now. Yep. And just a content machine. It's all hilarious. You got to check it out. Uh, do we have, we're going to play one of her clips, I think, right? We are. This is um, this is from one of her most recent videos about the billionaire space race that we all know and love. Yeah, this was before. This was when Richard Branson went to space, but Jeff Be- Bezos hadn't yet. So she made this video um, as an Amazon employee. Yeah, as like Jeff Bezos' press secretary yeah, kind of so thing. Enjoy this from Blair Erskine. Here at Amazon, we would like to congratulate Sir Richard Branson on his historic journey to space and remind everyone that our own space daddy, Jeffrey Bezos, will be taking a historic journey of his own very soon. Mr. Bezos would like to point out that this is not a space race. So stop saying that Sir Richard Branson won the space race because there wasn't a race. Because if there was a race, Jeff would have won because he is slick and hairless and not of this world. But it's not a race. I remember when Mr. Bezos first told us he was going to space and we were like, space, space. And he was like, well, not not actually space, just like, you know, almost to space. And we were like, so like the sky. And then he was like, yeah, like the sky, but like the, the top the top of the sky. Like I can touch it, I'm a big boy. And we were like, we know you're a big boy. Jeffrey, you're doing, you're doing so good. So congratulations, Mr. Bezos, on your trip to the sky, to, to the top of the sky. We've always told you you can do anything you want because you make us tell you that because too much, mo- too much money. So that was a taste of what Blair does online. Those yeah. uh, We talk about all kinds of stuff in this in this episode. We talk about those videos, how it started, her foolproof recipe for going viral 
which yes. you guys can just copy and paste and become massive on oh, Twitter. Oh, yeah, she gives us the secret. It's the secret, and I'm yeah. not going to tell you where it is. You got to listen to the whole episode to find out. Yeah. Um, and then we also talk about how these videos and her blowing up online led her to her dream job, which is writing for Jimmy Kimmel. Heard of him? It's a big deal. Yeah. Pretty awesome to hear her journey, especially this past year. So please enjoy this conversation with Blair Erskine. Blair Erskine, welcome to No Worries If Not. Thank you for having Yay. me. Yay. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Big celebrity no, in the house. Not, no, Thanks for carving we out knew some her, time. We knew her back when. We that's did. what, we, that's what I've been saying to people. <laughs> you guys know Blair Erskine? I knew her back when. I knew her back when. Don't know her now. Yeah, I, not so much anymore. <laughs> she, she has moved on from, <laughs> from this gang. No, seriously, congratulations on all the crazy success Thank this you. past year. I'm glad Thank that you. this pandemic has benefited you so much. Yes, well, and that's why I started it. <laughs> it started right here. You heard it here first. I keep, the camera's looking at me, and I keep looking over at it like I'm in the office. Like, yeah, no, something. it's not an audience. Don't worry about it. Again, no one else are probably never even going to see this video because we don't know what we're doing. before on this podcast, we do have videos going. No one's going to see if it. If you're listening, you may never see it. <laughs> we are experimenting. What, a, what does your day-to-day look like right now? I'm so curious. Oh, it's bad. I mean, right now we're getting ready to move. And so it's just me stressing out about how we're going to get it. We have a dog and three cats. And so how we're going Goodness. to get them over there. I know. And they're all over there is cats. LA. Right? LA. Okay. Yeah. So we're moving to LA. We have to drive, obviously. And I got these cats. I love them. But I was 18, you know, just rescuing every cat that I found <laughs> like on the sidewalk. And if I could go back, <laughs> talk to my 18 year old self, I would still do it. I would still do it. So that you found all three of them? I did. Yeah. How far apart? Where did you find them? Like not geographically, but <laughs> <laughs> time wise. I would say like six six months, six five to six months. So each. you were having just like a big phase. Uh, yeah, it's like yeah. when you know when you move out of your parents' house and you find cats. I don't know. I was just like, I can't it's gonna die here. I don't know this you know? I don't know if this is relatable as you think. You're like, yeah, you know, <laughs> when you're eighteen and you just adopt a bunch of cats. People are like, No, so, absolutely I think not. You're just a good person. Or were for a six month period. It was irresponsible. I was like, I can take care of all of these animals, you know, and I I have, they're alive, but it's you know, now I'm moving. Yeah. They're yeah. gonna be alive. I have thought about homeward bounding it though and just leaving and being like, You guys will find me if you love me. <laughs> across the country. <laughs> yeah. Make their way across. <laughs> if you guys really love me, you will talk. <laughs> You'll talk. And find your way. And a dog to help you. You'll be fine. And have a lot of adventures along the way. Yes. And we'll yeah. make a movie about you it. Fight a bear. Some money. Didn't they fight a bear? A there porcupine. A, bear. a porcupine. <gasps> oh, that scene stuck with stuck nah. with me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> She's a comedy writer, there folks. We go. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Look out for that one on Jimmy Kimmel. Porcupine material coming also, in a couple of weeks. Apparently, that that movie because I, I posted a TikTok about that movie recently. You did, and the, twenty-seven animals died making that movie. What? Yes. How? They could they throw Sassy in a raging river. Did they Remember do that, that with scene? a real dog? Oh my god! Oh, it was a cat. A cat. A cat. And you know, they were worse swimmers, I think. Um, they just sat there. Apparently, like, that that is the movie. I don't know. This is this is angry TikTok commenter. So I don't know if it's real. Uh, but the whole no animals were harmed in the making of this movie was because of that movie. Like they, every every movie after that was like, you got to say this because it looks like animal to, genocide. Do they have to be like every animal was harmed in the making of this? Movie? What did they have to do? Yeah. How many cats did they just have on set, knowing, hey, we might lose a few. We need some really identical oh looking sassies. God. I don't know. What the. Heck? And I'm, I'm not going to look this up. I'm just going to... I was about to say, we all have... There's a tool next to us, but no, let's just put nope. that out there. So, someone downriver from where they were filming was just like, there must have been a cat massacre. <laughs> <laughs> Upstream and they all sound here. like Sally Field. Oh my God, they all sound... <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. No. Wow. Yeah, well, that's so, that's that a somber way to start ruin that. It's on Disney+. Plus. Stream it today. It's Don't. Great. That's not what's going to happen to your cat. No. Um, we're taking them in the car. Yeah, we're yeah. not going <laughs> to throw them in a raging river. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. But you're moving to Los Angeles, taking mm-hmm. your dog, your cats, your husband, mm-hmm. and you're going because you have been hired to work for Jimmy Kimmel. I know. What about I was like, what? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it is crazy. I've always wanted to work for Jimmy Kimmel, and I keep saying that. I feel like people don't believe me, but I really, truly always He's been have. your favorite? He's Late been my night. favorite since I was a kid because when I was a kid, we didn't have 
we were i lived out in the country in the middle of nowhere so we didn't get cable we just had like abc and cbs and those but abc came through the clearest and uh, (laughs) so i would just like he was the only one i could watch and i also grew up whenever i came to visit my dad my parents were divorced I don't mean to brag, but my dad lived in Atlanta. Thank you. Shout out divorce lawyers. Um, It was my fault. And he had cable. (laughs) (laughs) Are the levels okay? You keep doing something with the level thing over here. Yeah, I'm figuring it out. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Aaron Tinker's over there. All right. Yeah, don't let it bother you. Stop tinkering. Um, (laughs) And so he had cable. So I would come up to my dad's house. I'd watch the man show. I wasn't supposed to, but I would watch the man show. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla. And uh, yeah, so I've always loved Jimmy Kimmel. And uh, his wife is his head writer, and she messaged me on Twitter back whenever I first went viral. So this was last July or August, and asked if I'd be interested in writing late night TV. And the sound that came out of my body, I was like, Ugh. like I was. My husband ran in the room. He was like, "Are you okay?" But yeah, it was insane. But ABC wasn't hiring then, and so it's just been a process of like you know wondering if she was just being nice she was like i like your packet but they're not hiring right now we'll keep in touch and i was like she's never gonna yeah get in touch with me again but yeah in april she did and now i'm moving wow. it's crazy moving. that's amazing it's insane that's yeah, so cool it's, it's that's a just fun awesome. story I, I did have to like submit i don't want people to think they were just like you're funny you can work here right i had to write a packet two packets <laughs> they didn't they two didn't packets. they didn't pluck you off of twitter they didn't just and like, like pluck me off if you want it you got it yeah, yeah. no it was nothing like that so what does a late night packet entail do they give you prompts do they t- give you a new story you have to write about that or no that so i used they didn't even give me any guidelines for this one what i used was last year right before the pandemic started i submitted for the nbc late night workshop um workshop (laughs) so i submitted a packet to that and they gave you guidelines which was like a like a page of monologue jokes and a couple of sketches um and like five desk bits to do and so i sort of just used that um format but they rejected me so i got my rejection letter from the late night workshop for nbc like right after i went viral and i was like well i guess i don't need you guys now but you know at least they give you a letter at least they give you a letter and they're like unfortunately no but um take that you know (laughs) This is my villain origin story. I just got rejected from the late night NBC workshop. But yeah, it's just like a page of monologue jokes of just whatever's in the news. Yeah. Gotcha. That's great. Yeah. There's a lot to work with. So from there, the pandemic happens Mm -hmm. and you start making these amazing parody. Are they parody videos? They're not even parody because the satire. you're, You're creating these characters that are based on real people's family members or real people. And it's. It's the funniest thing, and I had not seen anything like it before. Oh, that means a lot. And what was the first one you did for the people that might not be familiar with you? Was it the Costco one? Well, I had been doing them just for, like, I mean, you guys, like my friends, people who are already following me a few months. So I was um, I were, I was doing people in the news. So, yeah, the first one that went viral was the Costco guy that was in Costco. Like, I feel threatened because yeah. someone asked him to wear a mask. That was the first one that went viral, but I had been doing them since March, so for a little bit, but no one was watching them. It was just me doing it. Um, and I don't know why this one went viral. I don't know. It's just luck, you know, all about who's on Twitter at that time and who's sharing it. And it just blew, blew up. Because it was the guy that was in Costco without a mask. Yes. Right. And he's somebody's like, please put on your mask. And he's going, I'm threatened. Yeah. I'm threatened. Yeah. I feel threatened right now. And so Blair made a video pretending to be that guy's wife responding to all the criticism he'd been getting. And if you haven't seen it, you have to go <laughs> watch. You have to go watch all of them. But yeah. that one especially. And so when, so you made that one, and then when did yeah. you know, oh my gosh, this is really catching on? Yeah, I made that one, and I mean, I drank a little bit. I had just gotten off work, so I was doing freelance <laughs> writing uh, for this website. And so I made that video, and I think like an hour later, I looked at my phone, and it was, you know, blowing up, because people thought I was his wife, because I was no, I mean, they didn't know who I was. I could have been his wife. And I was they didn't know who lady. he was, really, either. Exactly. We were just, you know, yeah, so it, they believed it, and I don't blame them. And then, um, yeah, it blew up. And so I just wanted to capitalize on that. You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm just a terrible person. I was like, we have to keep this going. You know, I yeah, could have just let it go. But I just kept making videos in the same vein. And they, yeah, I don't know. When people, it's kind of like Sarah Cooper, right? Like they, they, her fans liked that and she kept doing that and it worked for her. And so this kind of worked for me. But now I've started sort of to try to vary it up a little bit just because I can't do the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know you can. Do you just... Does it like kill you inside a little bit? It does kill me inside because that. it's not, it doesn't take any like brain power. It's just, I could make videos with kids with weird names and pretend that I'm somebody, you know, for the rest of time, but it just doesn't do anything for me. I feel like I'm, 
yeah, hack sort of. Yeah. I keep doing that. Well, we would watch them as long as you will do them. <laughs> That's true. But it does make <laughs> sense that you'd be like, I also want to do some other types of stuff too. Yeah. So that that makes a lot of sense. But that was yeah. never yeah. what I wanted to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Personal fave is Magatine. I mean. They're just the best. Magazine. You look so magazine. good as like a, a hostage child. <laughs> a 16-year-old. Yeah. The most flattering moment of my life was people believing that I was a 16-year-old trapped in a closet in my parents' house. So even that one, people... I know people That's have fall for your videos yeah. all the time. Every, even every that video. one. They even were like, that one. oh, this poor teenage girl. Yeah, I got messages from people like, if you need... Like from doctors. <laughs> Like for no. pe- adult people with degrees asking if I was okay. Like we can get you out. Yes. <laughs> and I never answered them. You're so right. they, they're still probably wondering. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> um, so what, when you posted that first video, how many followers did you have? I had like, okay, so I had like four or 5,000 because I started my Twitter account pretend, my whole life I've been pretending to be somebody, because I started this pretending to be a bachelor contestant (laughs) named uh, Grocery Store Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And he didn't have a following on Twitter. He didn't have a Twitter when his, like, whenever he was on The Bachelor. So people thought I was him. And so I did that for like a month, right? And then I changed it to me. And so I was like, I'm just a stand-up comic. And, um... Yeah, but yeah, so I had 5,000 followers, and I think that helped. You know, it wasn't like I had 300 or something. Right. No offense to people who have 300 yeah, followers. Yeah, you just had a base of people who are going to see it. I just had it. a base of people who thought I was somebody else, and they were like, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were grocery store Joe. Um, but yeah, so, and now I have, I don't like 430,000, something crazy like that. It just goes up every time something goes viral. But followers don't mean anything. Like, they don't give you money. Right. They're just followers. I don't but want you got to know that when you're... you are proud of something, people are going to see it now, yeah. which is fun. Yeah, right? you do have, I have to think about what I post, which sometimes I don't, and then I delete, but they screenshot, they'll screenshot things. That's yeah. something I've learned. If you post it at all, somebody's got it. They do it immediately. Like I posted a photo of myself the other day and I took it down like within 10 seconds. And then someone screen, like they posted a screenshot they had taken. I guess they just know that I'm going to delete stuff now. And so they just start screenshotting. It's weird. They're just oh. sitting on your account being like, I wonder if she'll... Do something she regrets slightly today. Yes, I do. And like they can even subscribe to your tweets. So when you tweet, they get a notification. And I don't Uh, know what kind of person would do that. But people do do that. And um, that's just worst case scenario for me. I didn't realize they could do that. Yeah. (laughs) You should be able to turn that off if you want. You really should. (laughs) People shouldn't be able to just get this like a text message. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Thank you. Okay, this is a call to Twitter. Twitter. (laughs) At Jack. Uh, at Jack. <laughs> Big listener to the show. I don't think Jack exists. I think it's like William Shakespeare. I think Jack is like a group of people, you know? I didn't know like that was a, a theory about Shakespeare. Could, Wait, oh. what? Is that a thing people think? I mean, I don't know. Did you know that? I would love to pretend you're, that I You're a spearhead, that, right? I, you knew that. We didn't. No. Right? You didn't know I that? I totally believe it. Yeah, so there's a theory that Shakespeare wasn't one dude, but just like a group of, of people who... We're writing his, because how can one dude? Yeah, he's like Jimmy Kimmel. He had writers. He's just like Jimmy Kimmel. A lot of people say that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and then you'll be one of the people. (laughs) Wow, interesting. I love that. Is Agatha Christie? I mean, one woman or no? Oh gosh, yeah. We've been I've been reading a lot of Agatha Christie right now. And uh, yeah, she's definitely one amazing woman that I wish I could meet. But Didn't she disappear first... or something and then come back or what happened? Oh my gosh, that's Amelia Earhart. I'm it's a new friend. Amelia Earhart, commonly mistaken for novelist yeah, 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 Agatha yeah, Christie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, yeah, I didn't know no, that about Shakespeare. That's fascinating. I got to look that up. Now I'm wondering. Now I'm just going. I'm thinking. Did you I made make it, that? Up? I think maybe yeah. I made it up. Yeah, <laughs> I was homeschooled until high school. And we definitely didn't read any Shakespeare. Then we read a lot of it in high school, but no, none of my teachers ever mentioned that. What did you read in homeschool? Oh man, what did we read in homeschool? I read Holes. Oh I, yeah, I love which Holes. Which is a good we one. Stanley Yelnats. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that might, I don't know if that was why. Um, Magic Treehouse. Yes. Read all those. Um, we read real books too, I think. Holes is a real book. Holes is a real book. Yeah. But I think we read secular. like school curriculum books, probably. Okay. But I can't think of them. I used not, to read Wayside School. Did you read Wayside School books? What what's Wayside? I don't know. Wayside School? Oh, man. I don't think so. That's a different podcast. There should Uh, be a podcast just about Wayside School. What is it? It is a book series um, about the school called Wayside School, and things are just a little weird at the school. (laughs) A little little off They're just a little off at the school. Like, this teacher (laughs) (laughs) teacher has an ear on her head, and so she can hear 
like I think like a song that's stuck in a student's head, right? And so she can hum it just to like get under his skin. Like they're kind of they're like weird. Mutants? Like no, they're not mutants. X Men. Uh, we would never mutants. read anything about mutants. <laughs> so mutants. Um, yeah, I said that very southern. Mutants. <laughs> mutants. 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 No, um, but yeah, I recommend it. Yeah, I recommend Wayside School. I'm not yeah. doing a good job. Are they for children? It. Yeah, they're for kids. Okay, but they're right. they're kids books that adults can enjoy too. I should have brought my copies. I didn't know we were going to yeah, be talking about I Wayside School. I would love school. to. Yeah, you didn't bring your book recommendations. Hashtag ad. No, okay. I, right. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I started watching The Boys recently. Yeah. Okay. That's all I want to say. Okay. And by yeah. last night, last night I started watching the boys. Yeah. Is that the superhero one? Uh-huh. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, I watched it all. It's really good. It's so good. I, it blew my mind. I was like, I kept turning to my husband like, this is the best show I've ever seen. It is not what I expected it to be. No. It's so violent. It's violent. I don't even like superhero movies. I'm Same. Like That's why I love it so much. It yeah. turns it all on, on its, its head. head. Yeah. yeah. I think we've reached that point now. Speaking of satire, where like everything's been done. And so if you mm-hmm. want to do like a sitcom or like a superhero thing and make it different, and it's got to be... Like a satire or something, yeah. like a different. Yeah. You've got what if the on. superheroes were bad? <laughs> oh, never thought of that. Right, yeah. or the yeah. Deadpool break the fourth wall, like right. you know, yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, gotta break it up yeah. a little bit. That's why we're doing this two po- this podcast with two straight white guys. <laughs> to to break the like, norm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, people are breaking the norm, and then we just got to bring it back to the norm because that's flipping the flip. So we're that, doing, you're right. Yeah. The normal is now abnormal again. Yeah, you yeah. normalize <laughs> the norm, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that. I don't want you to just ask you to just start name dropping, but one of my favorite parts of following your last year was just seeing when these insanely famous celebrities would message you or retweet you or any of that stuff. Yeah. And just quickly, what have been, you know, what's one of your favorite ones, one of the most surprising ones? Because I know what my favorite one of yours is. Oh, you do? I'll tell you after. Okay, okay. So my favorite, I've got a lot, but Kathy Bates. That was mine. Oh my God, was that that yours? Okay, yeah, yeah, that was Kathy. Okay, yeah, Kathy Bates. I mean, because she did it in a way where... I mean, I there are a lot of celebrities on Twitter and usually they will like retweet me or like sort of give me, you know, praise publicly, which is nice. And I really appreciate that. But she did it in such like a I'm your aunt on Facebook kind of way where she just went to my DMs and was like, I think you're brilliant. Like, I'm proud of you. Good job. And it was from Kathy. I thought I was being, you know, punked again. But no, it was Kathy Bates. And then this was after the video that I did where I was pretending to be an, an, a Trump supporter in Omaha that was on the bus that he left. Yeah, you know those yeah, people? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got left behind by the bus. Yes. So it was after that video. And then a few months later, I was in the New York Times and she saw it and sent me a message just to say congratulations. And it was just, Gosh. it was a really, really sweet. Yeah. I didn't know how much I wanted Kathy Bates' approval <laughs> until I saw her give it to you. And I was like, I had no idea how much that would have meant. <laughs> it meant the world. I, I was just telling her that. I was like, you have no idea like my mom showed me misery i was eight years old yeah. <laughs> i was like i love you my mom loves you and she was like that that's a weird so reaction to, to have <laughs> yeah that movie and that character yeah, ever it since was. that that specific role i, like, I saw the shining I and i just wanted you. to hug jack nicholson i just <laughs> yeah, he was so sweet something about she's it she's just like the best she yeah. doesn't get enough like we don't talk about kathy bates enough she can do it all that's true yeah i mean she could she could meryl couldn't play you know, Annie and, and misery. Yeah. She couldn't. Yeah. She and I stand by psycho that. bone. Yeah. Uh, what about <laughs> there's, there's people that have believed the satire, right? Yes, I mean, a million everybody. people all the time. That's but what the about, way I get what about celebs? <laughs> Cause people get mad at you they for, get mad. for both, like both sides get mad at you. Yes, right? yeah. Both sides. It's usually liberals, you know, getting mad cause they think I'm being serious. And yeah, it's so Katie Kirk believed the Omaha video. Um, and what did she say? She was like, this is so pathetic. She was like, well, I mean, she posted it and she was like, this can't be real, can it? And it's like, you know, no. Yeah. Katie. If you say that, you've already lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I commented and I was like, Katie. And she was, I was just feeling really on my <laughs> that day. I don't know why I thought I could address Katie Craig that way. And she was like, I'm sorry, I'm really tired. But no, she's really nice. And um, uh, just other dumb people who... I don't know. Usually journalists, just people who. She's really nice, and there's other dumb people just too. Other dumb. You Katie Couric isn't dumb. I love Katie Couric. <laughs> you know, there are people with blue checks online, and you're like, you, I don't know who you are. Just a lot of those people I'll get. Usually, yeah. the really famous people know enough to to at least not po- post publicly that For they sure. might believe. Yeah. They're just yeah, like, yeah. I can't believe this Amazon employee is really speaking this way about Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now people are on to this chick. So I can, but I lost my blue check recently, and so now I'm sort of like... Why? How? Because what I did didn't know do? that when you change your handle... I changed my handle for a minute because um, I'm for something else. In and so just for a minute, <laughs> it was still my name, though. I just changed... I added my first name in front of it, which is Jennifer. 
and they took it away automatically. If you change your handle, that's something they do. And they don't tell you that. There's no warning. It's like, hey, there's no warning. Before you make this big decision. Yeah. And like other websites and their interfaces, they like warn you, right? Before you do something, they're like, just so you know. But Twitter is like, no, we're going to see if you do it. And then they just took it away. Wait, when did did you get verified? And how long? I've had it for two months. I got verified in May. (laughs) (laughs) So it hasn't been that long. So Twitter's just like, she can't handle it. She's already changing (laughs) stuff. She can't handle the heat. (laughs) No, and they're probably right. Yeah, so. Can can you get it back pretty easily? I don't know. (laughs) I I have no idea. I applied to get it back, but Paul F. Tompkins lost his too. And he still doesn't have it, so for the same reason, or do I you? don't know why. Okay. I just know that maybe he doesn't give a. Shit. I mean, at some point, it's like, what? What is it doing for you, really? I mean, I have my job, thankfully. I would be more upset about it if they took it away before I had like a job, because I think it does make you look more like polished or like this is a professional yeah. person. Right. But now I'm like, whatever. I mean, I, I can fool more people without it, I think. You have also that many followers. It seems like everyone that has that many followers, Twitter should be like, let's look in to see if they should. That's what I'm saying. And I told them in my message to them. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it does make me feel, whenever you have a check, you do get access, I think, to quicker like customer service, not customers. I'm not. They yeah, should be paying user. us. But yeah. Yeah, you do get, I do, I feel more secure with that check, right? Because now anybody could just impersonate me, which I would love actually. If people want to... <laughs> Go for it. Very flattering. <laughs> Some of the people that you have impersonated is you're just like, well, now's our time. Oh We're my God, they <laughs> rise yeah. up. Blair, reverse it. <laughs> yeah. I, I got verified five years ago and it was the Wild West back then. And I had, yeah. I was at a karaoke bar and had a few drinks. My friend Robbie, who worked for Twitter at the time, was there. And he was like, are you verified? No. He said, you want to be? Okay, next morning it was just there. That's um, yeah, there's so many. <laughs> so people cheap. Who That's how verified. dumb it is. It's That's, so cheap. Yeah, anybody. It's just it really is just like whoever. It, and it's now it's Twitter's discretion. I don't know how I got verified. I didn't apply for it in the first yeah. place. So I think they just sort of oh, decided. Oh, they just put it on there. Yeah. Oh, I think my manager probably did something, but I personally did not submit like any because now you have to submit like your driver's license and stuff like that to get verified. Oh, weird. But there are doctors on there who are doing real important things who aren't verified. And whenever I got verified, they were like, okay, well, (laughs) and I was like, yeah, you guys are right. I don't know how it happened. Yeah. Let me know if I can share something. (laughs) Uh, I know my favorite celebrity reached out to you. Oh, I I think I am privileged to maybe, I think I'm on your close friends. You are, yeah. And I think that's where, where you can flex a little bit more. I do flex. Like people that like know you and are not are new to this, you know? <laughs> Steve Martin? Steve Martin, yeah. What did he say? He he's my say, number one all time He's favorite. never, I, I mean, he's really up there for me too. I, I'd say everyone's my number one, but yeah, top five for me. I don't obviously. think anyone doesn't like him. That's true. But he's, yeah, and let's, let us pray. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> <laughs> please God, don't ruin this for us. Yeah. But, um, he started following me after the I made a Ted Cruz video back in February whenever he went to Cancun. Yeah. And I pretended to be his spokesperson. That was a lot of fun. That was one of my favorite ones. And he started following me after that. And um, but he didn't say anything, though. He just follows me. But I'm he follows like 300 people. So yeah. it's just, yeah. I feel very like. One of very 300. On yeah. I, You're one of his 300 best friends. That's insane. Shut up. <laughs> the best friends. Stephen Colbert started following me the same day. But he doesn't follow mm. me anymore. Because you're well, working for Kimmel. You think so? You think that's it? I don't know. I'm going to ask him. He, he's paying that close of attention. <laughs> I doubt he's like going. He probably doesn't even run his own Twitter account. Right. Well, you say, you you know, people on the left will get mad at you because they think you're being serious. Mm-hmm. I, 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 growing up, when I would watch the Colbert Report, I thought he was really super conservative. You did? I totally did. Oh, that's amazing. So, like, I can't even really get to, like... <laughs> <laughs> you're still burned. Like, I definitely <laughs> fell for something similar back in the day. So, I wasn't, like... Middle school, high school, but That's still. That's insane. That's yeah. so... I think I, I did like, for guy's... a while, too. Like, yeah, whenever you first start watching, at least. I was older when I started watching. Yeah. Um, so I was, like, in my 20s. But, I, I, yeah, I do kind of vaguely remember, like, the first few episodes being like, what a... But then you start to, yeah. Because you would also interview people as in that yeah. character. Yeah. So I just be like, oh, I guess. I didn't have the really, context though, because really I, I didn't know politics at all back then. That, so I didn't prob- know like really the Tucker Carlson's and the things he was yeah. kind of parodying. I didn't know. Yeah, that I didn't have that, that context. Yeah. I'd never watched the news. I just watched like John Stewart and that, Colbert. I think so many people our age. That's like that was our news for a while because he was just doing like a Bill O'Reilly impression. Yeah. Wasn't he? Right. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. I just didn't watch Bill O'Reilly unless it was in my grandmother's house. Was he the one that was like? We'll do it live. Mm-hmm. Is that Bill O'Reilly? Do it live. One of my favorite. I hate to give it to him. That's an iconic line. It is. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know, you win. <laughs> he wins. Unbelievable. Against. And then the recent Hannity one where he was vaping. 
And he he's was. Like, he throws it out. Oh, it's so funny. Was he? Yeah. I was on Sean Hannity recently. Oh, you were. I didn't. They didn't ask me. I feel like they should have to ask you before they put you on Hannity. Because what did they show? The CIA video that I made, and they thought it was funny. Like they showed it. Because I, I feel like, you know, both sides thought it was funny for different reasons. You Wait, know? What, was the, what was the bit there? The bit, So the CIA released a video where, and it was like a girl boss sort of like diversity, you know, in the CIA video. And my take on it was like, look, women can murder people too. It's great, you know. <laughs> but the right didn't like it because they were like, oh, it makes us look like little bitches and stuff, you know. So Sean Hannity liked it for the wrong reasons, but he showed it on his program and I started getting just notifications like you're on Hannity right now. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, please, no. My dad would be, unfortunately, my dad would be so proud. Yeah. Rest in peace. It is funny when, <laughs> when people like things for different reasons, when you're creating comedy and you're just like, I, I guess it's good this works so broadly, but also like it's weird when it works the, not the way you intended it. Yes, yeah. It's like, oh no, could this be... Taking the wrong. Yeah. That was my first experience with that. Yeah. Because they knew I was joking, you know, and he introduced it as like people from both sides of the aisle thought this was. I don't think he had seen it before he showed it on air because he cut or it off. Or hadn't seen your other stuff. He hadn't seen my yeah. other stuff. And I made a waterboarding reference in it and he cut it off. Like he made sure like that wasn't <laughs> it at all. Um, and then he just looked really confused after he showed it. And then it went to commercial. Um, so we have that now. That's great. Listen, That's I made amazing. it. <laughs> um, have, I have a question about, because all these celebrities follow you, follow you now. Um, Chance the Rapper follows me randomly on what? Twitter. And doesn't follow many people. I love Chance. And I know when I was in Chicago a few years ago, I DM'd him. <gasps> I had two to ten beers that night and DM'd him. I don't know what it says and I refuse to look. Has he DM'd you back? Anytime I see him or hear his name, like I feel sick to my You're stomach. Like, I can't. No, I'm embarrassed. Like I just will not look at it. Oh my God. Have you... Can, can I look at it? No. Can Maybe we look later. at it until Maybe later. look at it. <laughs> Maybe later. I like doing that handing like a piece of mail over to somebody and being like, you read it. Yeah. Right? Did I get accepted or not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you accidentally or not accidentally just sent something you regret to celebrities? No. Have you had like a, a wine night and then be like, oh no, I slid into whoever's DMs. Because once you know they'll see it, the stakes exactly. are pretty high. Yeah. yeah. See, Martin is... follows 300 people. If you send it, he's going to see it. He's you have that power it. to talk to him right now. I know. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Let's, yeah. let's, let's not let's ruin do that. Like, let's Cheaper do Brother it. Doesn't Four. Let's go. Say it. Oh, <laughs> Cheaper Brother Doesn't Four. No, I yeah. haven't done that. I haven't. I haven't. And honestly, I will though. But I will for you. But no, I haven't yet. I have gotten to a fight with Smash Mouth in my DMs before and they ended oh, up blocking yeah. me. And I do regret that a little bit. I don't know why. Not because I love Smash Mouth. It's just like, why did I give them that time yeah. of my day? What what happened? I remember this, I think. Do you? Okay, so it was... They had a big concert during COVID. They had a big concert during COVID. Mm. And then there's this guy online, and I don't. he might have been lying, honestly, now. But I'm just... Back then, I was like, people don't lie on the internet. I don't know. <laughs> but he was like, my son went to this concert, and he's like in the hospital, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure that did happen to someone, even if this one person was lying. But I, they shouldn't have had the concert. And I was just, you know, publicly saying that. And then they DM'd me and they were like, can you shut up <laughs> pretty much? And I was like, no. <laughs> and we went back and forth and they blocked me. And I was rereading it the other day and I was like, what were you, what are you trying to do here? You know, this is a bit, the band Smash Mouth. Yeah. That you're, yeah, it's not, you're not even messaging with a person who just says Smash Mouth Smash has Mouth. replied to you. Yes. It's probably like the bassist or someone too. It had don't to even be know. the bassist. Yeah, it's always yeah. the bassist. <laughs> Man, can't can never watch Shrek again. I, I love Shrek, and that's the thing. Like that's the hard I, part. I love Shrek. Growing up, the Shrek soundtrack was one of my favorite albums, and um, I could tell you every song on that album probably. Mm. And Smash Mouth was a big part of it. Playing Little League Baseball growing up, that was my walk-up song. Was All Star. Oh, I was you not had a, a walk-up song. I was not an All Star. Sometimes one of the moms would be like, <laughs> "Hey, do you kids want me to put together a playlist for walk-up songs?" And they would. And the other teams were just like, "What is wrong with <laughs> you guys?" <laughs> Because there's just some mom back there with like a big like boombox. Would she have it great. on the part? And it, no, it would just be the beginning of the song. Oh, so, so it was somebody. But but for somebody one, I mean that one works. But most songs like do not work if you just play from the <laughs> beginning. The beginning. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's true. I want to know other people's walk-up songs. There's a thing. Oh. There's some cool mom on TikTok that her son's like t-ball game. They're not t-ball. They're like ten to twelve. It's where boys have zero confidence, you know? Yeah. And they switch up their Gr walk-up. Girls have hit puberty, but they haven't yeah. yet. So it's like exactly. a very like, weird time. Yep. They switch up their walkout songs and watch these boys like crumble as they walk up to the plate. They played like <laughs> WAP. One time they no. played like a like Love Story, Taylor Swift. You see these kids just like hang their head 
it's so God. funny. That's torture. I know. It's great. I love that. Yeah. She did it to the whole team, so it wasn't just like one kid. Oh my luckily, God. but it was funny. Yeah, she's pl- she's playing sound effects after they strike. Just wah, wah. <laughs> like she's just like <laughs> yeah. stayed up, stays up all night before the games, planning everything. Yeah. This has to be the best part of being a parent is just getting to roast your kid. kid. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. That's true. That's amazing. Andrew, yeah. I really want to go deeper on that story. The yeah. way the walk-up songs. I wish I remembered more of the people's songs out. of the time. It was a lot of Smash Mouth. Like, it was like <laughs> it was every Walking on the Sun like, it was a, and was, the other ones. They have some hits. Uh, I'm a believer this. on this track, right? I think yes. there was one kid that had, like, Kid Cudi that, like, lasted, like, one game. Like, we can't play that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this youth baseball event. Yeah. Day and night. Day and night. Day and night, probably. <laughs> No, Strike had, and then in Strike 2, they had Counting Crows, Accidentally in Love, and that's one of my favorite oh. songs, just unironically, like, I, I love that song. It's a great song. It's a great song. Yeah. Thank you. I'm in a train phase again right now. I love train. Back to train? I love... Uh, not like, I, I don't like trains. I'm talking about the band. <laughs> about Aaron, Aaron, I'm not back in my train phase, the bulldozer nice. phase from when Aaron I was three. Aaron will finish dinner on, like, a weeknight, and he'll be like, man... I hope a train oh, passes no. tonight. Google's closest train tracks... <laughs> <laughs> Which is a pretty breaks. troubling thing t- for a, a single male to Google uh-huh. late at night. I just live stream it. Ooh, that was a long one. <laughs> like, Google's just like, are you okay? Please don't do it. And you're like, no, I just really am going through a train phase. It's back in my train phase. Back then in my train <laughs> Here's a story about, I actually haven't thought about this in a while. My freshman year of college, my roommate, oh, no. Cole Carter, still friends. Uh, <laughs> it's the first time not living first at home. And like one of our first nights living in our apartment he goes hey man you want to go do something fun and i was just like yeah we're in college let's do something fun oh, no. and he goes all right we're gonna go did he say that yeah we're in, yeah, college. No, we're in college yeah there's no rules dude. that's how i would talk um and he was just like hey you want to go chase a train what and i was like no what is that and he goes you'll see so we get in the car and there's a lot of train tracks in auburn alabama and uh, he like he's like I think I know one's coming. He had, he had no joke. He had a special radio that would just connect to conductor talk, <laughs> like how truckers have channels. Like yeah, conductors like and trains radio. have channels. He like break this up. It was to... he got it for Christmas one year because he loves trains so much. He got this big train radio. So he was like, Nerd. we got a good train coming in. <laughs> and so we get in his car, his car, and we take off, and he's like flying, like spe- like driving so fast and. So we can catch this train, and we just start, we catch up to this train, and we're just driving next to it. And then he, like, speeds up in front of the train, and then we get, like, a little bit ahead of it, and he parks the car real quick, goes, get out, get out, and we go, and he, we walk up to the train, and the train, like, goes by us, and, like, we're just standing there for, like, three minutes as this train goes by, and, I, and he, it goes by, and he goes, that was awesome. <laughs> and I was just like, this is the thing you do? That is the nerdiest thing. So is that what you're doing, Aaron? That's exactly. You're going through a train phase? Yep. Big train guy. Oh, my God. Gosh. Yeah. No. The wind of the train and did not We made fun fail. of him for all four years of college. <laughs> yeah. College, man. Also, that's yeah. part of Final Destination. They do that in a, a chain... Cuts but, off oh, a head right next true. to a train. Do they? Yeah. Well, I was so like insecure going into college. I was just like, I guess this is just what people do. They just I, I, did, I wasn't like, this is weird. I was like, I guess I just got to get with the times. It's probably a relief because I thought we were going to have to go to a party or something. Do some yeah. drugs yeah. or yeah. something. I'm uncomfortable watching a train. Trains. You want to do something fun? <laughs> we drove a little too fast. But other than that. <laughs> How's college going? It's going weird. It's going weird. No. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so, but man. you're into the band right now. I mean, you know, just. What's your favorite treat? Mine is my private, my, my private. I can't even talk. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you about Train. My private nation. Is that, you know what album I'm talking about? It's got Calling All Angels. Yes. Okay. My that's private the one. Nation. That's the one. Well, it doesn't have Drops of Jupiter. Yeah. Me, Virginia. That was old. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was earlier. Calling All Angels is my number one song. That's your number one song? Yeah. Train okay. song. Wow. I'm not Hey Soul Sister. Don't get Hey Soul Sister, brother. Mine is Save the Day by Train. It's a, kind of a deep cut. Well, it's on my private nation, but mm. it wasn't one of their singles. Anyway, I don't want to brag. I'm I don't know. Yeah, wow. I got you out-trained. You to listen to the I album. I got out-trained. Um, my, I was just telling more stories. <laughs> all this is, train is bringing back a lot of memories. Uh, my dad, growing up, when we were like little, used to make home videos of us, but they had like, he would like write scripts for us. What? And it was always me and my brother like fighting with swords, like doing a battle, and then we would like rescue my sister. What? So this video is called Rescuing Princess Allie. And... Garrett and I would have these choreographed fight scenes, and the soundtrack to it was calling 
Calling angels. Call, calling angels. Calling all angels. Calling calling all you angels. That's that it's, song, right? Calling all, all angels. angels. You're calling saying it weird every time. We're yeah. saying it the same way. Yeah. Well, I don't remember it that well. Calling well, angels. Calling angels. Texting. Calling angels. Calling but but dialing <laughs> angels. What is it called? That was the soundtrack to Rescuing Princess Allie. Do you have it available now? I could get it's it on demand. Next time I'm home, I'm, I know my dad has all. I'm of them, crying. So. Yeah. Well, I would love to see that. I watch your dad so much on do you? TV. I do because I watch Saturday Night yeah. Live, <laughs> and then he's on my TV, and it's always like I'm not very religious, but he like will teach you some life lessons and this stuff. I'm just glued. Yeah. He does PowerPoint presentation. Like he's on. He's got it. his Very little good. TV. He's got yep. his little TV. If, if the words bolded and yellow, you know it's yellow. serious. I always wondered how they decided on yellow, but it works. It yeah. works. Like, yeah. and I'm never. I never feel like preached at. Really. Well, that one, yeah, and he he doesn't ever really get like too very preachy, but yeah. especially for that, he's like, yeah, this is for after Saturday Night Live. I don't need to be like, yeah. the Bible says it, so it's true, right? <laughs> like yeah. he's not gonna do that. No, it's great. Like I recommend, yeah, yeah. Anley Stanley. You can't go from Stanley. Either way, okay, go go from Stefan to. Leviticus, you know, (laughs) smoother transition. We're going to be spending some time in the Old Testament this a.m. Turn your Bibles to, yeah, no, God. No, No, it is so funny when he started coming on after Saturday Night Live, because I would just get all these text messages from my friends at bars. (laughs) And they'd just be like, your dad's on in this bar. (laughs) And I'm like, we need to come up with some drinking games for your move with Andy Stanley. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Please. But no, that's funny. I'll let him know. Let, let him, him know. know. I'm a big. I'm a big fan. Yeah, big I've fan. showed him some of your videos. He thought they were very funny. Really? Yeah. Stop it. I think, really? Yeah. I you forget think? which ones I showed him. Oh my god, but that's yeah. been the best thing about. Um, yeah, not like the celebrities that follow me, but sometimes people will follow me, or I will have friends who know of a person, and I'm like, "Will you introduce me to?" Like, I've met someone on Twitter who is in. Um, he's in American Utopia with David Byrne, and David Byrne's my all-time favorite musical artist. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you "Will you please?" And yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I'll introduce you." And so this is why I do what I do, just so I can meet David Byrne. Yeah, Thank huge. You. From yeah. now on, every career decision you make is like it leads lead me to the burn. I gotta get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah my time's running out. I want to get there now. So <laughs> now you're you're friends with Guster, right? Yes, yeah. So Brian, it, it is Guster. Right? It's Guster. Okay, yeah, okay. so he's the drummer for Guster. He introduced me to my friend who's in America. So I'm meeting these cool, yeah, musicians, artists that I, I've admired for a long time, who are just you know they're chill, normal people. Everyone I've met has been cool. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Like a nice person. You haven't misjudged an online person. Because, you know, sometimes right, they seem cool you know, online. Have, Especially Twitter's hard, actually. too. You don't see a lot of face unless you're posting videos. Yeah. There's been a couple. There's been one that I can't, like, I'm not, I wouldn't call out, but that I met early on and I was young and dumb and just anybody who had a blue check or, like, was it a prominent figure in, like, politics or, like, a celebrity or something you just trust for some reason, you know, mm-hmm. which you should never do. Under mm-hmm. trust. Never do. Um, but, yeah, I found out that somebody's kind of not a great person and you know you just live and you learn and you move on from that it's weird finding out i mean the pandemic if this has taught me anything it's just that celebrities are just like us and they're all just you know and scrolling on their phones (laughs) like the rest of us and um yeah not everybody is great but and also all of it happened so like at the same time that my brain i can't like i don't want to be like i can't feel anything anymore but now if a celebrity follows me i'm like that's cool but my brain it's hard to get excited about things anymore i think because i spent we all spent like a year not getting excited about things Mm -hmm. and just sort of like bracing for the worst and so even like with the Kimmel news and getting like my dream job and stuff and moving to LA, I'm just like, something's going to happen. So I can't get excited yeah. about it. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I don't know. Maybe in a couple of years I can look back and be like, oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is that like, oh, well, something bad's got to happen soon if everything's going this well. Exactly. I totally. No, it, it won't. But like a car, I, ac- I, I think a car accident in Texas thing. on the way. You know, there's like things that can no, happen. No, Aaron, I think about that all the time. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> that was so specific. The way that you. Or trains. I mean, I don't know. Things That's happen. my biggest fear with the cats. I'm like, we're going to get an accident. They're we will escape. delay not, this episode not for so like, fast <laughs> if, if she gets in an accident. I'm not worried about you and your I husband's well-being. I do. <laughs> it's your, it's your side-of-the-road cats that you're worried about? <laughs> my side-of-the-road <laughs> cats. I just assume we'll be pets. okay, but they'll run away. And then hopefully they'll round themselves okay. home. Some nice family in Texas will adopt take, all three ado- of them. Adopt all three. That's probably how you got them. Somebody <laughs> probably hit it big on Twitter. <laughs> And they're moving their family across the country, and that's they how the your three cats escaped. Yeah, they were they, were, like they lived in Orlando. So, oh no, yeah. they were so close. They had a wreck pretty early on, <laughs> on their way to California. Have you guys ever been to LA or like spent? You have you lived there for a while, didn't no, you? I was no, in New York. You did it. Okay. Have I you spent I've, a lot of time? I've visited several times. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I hate LA. Yeah, I don't like it either. Okay. I've never been like <laughs> this. Would be the 
but he, I'm sure it's gonna yeah, be it's great. different for you. I don't yeah. know. It really like I swear to God, I brought this on myself because for years I've been like, I hate LA. I'm never moving there. Because the one time I went there, it was to visit friends who had moved out there to be actors, and they were mm-hmm. like, we're gonna make it, you know. And then you go out there, and everybody thinks that everyone's like, we're gonna make it, and it's just sad. It's yeah, just like it sucks. A haze. That's of when I, I went out there a bunch when Vine was popping. Yeah. So like everyone I knew out there was trying to get big. Yeah. And everyone was like using each other, and everything was clout based, and it felt super gross to it me. It feels weird. Which I know there's people out there in other industries. But that's the only people I knew, so it just felt a little. Yeah, but you're going out there in the best situation possible because you're going out there and you already have the thing. That's what I keep right? telling myself. I have, like, I have a job. Yeah. So it's it'll so feel different than going out for stand up and being like, I hope I get past at these places yeah. so that I can do stand up as much as I was doing it in in Atlanta. Yeah, like you get to already have the thing and you're gonna get to do I what you feel want. Feel really lucky that I have that because I couldn't imagine. I really admire people that go out there to like chase their dreams and yeah. stuff just because it does seem like it sucks a bunch. But I've been trying to watch movies that are based in LA, which a lot of them are. It just, you know, it looks pretty. It's pretty there. It's gorgeous. Right? Yeah. It's gorgeous. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'll say. I watched a yeah. movie yesterday called How It Ends by Zoe Lister Jones. It's a new one. It just came out like last week. It's really good and shot in LA and it's cool. uh, was shot in the pandemic and you can tell. But LA is gorgeous. Yeah. 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 There's a reason people love it. For yeah, sure. The weather. I mean, it's yeah. the best weather ever. Yeah. How That's does, awesome. um, is hubby stoked about the move? Um, he's trying, he's being very supportive, which is what you're supposed to do, I guess, when you're, I mean, I can't imagine being in his position because he's an only child like I am and both of our moms are here, right? And so, and so they're obviously sad about us leaving and then we've never been that far away. He's also an immigrant. He came here from Ukraine and so Mm. like his family, very small, came over here together and now this is like taking him over to California. Um, but he's being very supportive and he works from home. So. Oh, awesome. So he can work from anywhere. Yeah. He went to school for something smart, like a smart boy. He went for uh, a <laughs> computer programming. So he's a software engineer and, um, that's good. You know, I went for theater and so they, <laughs> this was just like, I, I don't know why he married me. He met me and I was like, I want to be a TV writer. And he was like, okay. Okay. Well, Sign me up. <laughs> I will have luck. the reliable job. Yes. He was yeah. like, I'm going to take on this extra. So I'm really thankful for him and for believing in me. And it's crazy. I'm sure he's just like, what? You know, he's just going to have to get up early on West Coast time to yeah, be working. <laughs> exactly. Because everyone that he works with is over here. So it's going to be like 7 a.m. for him or 6. Oh my. He gets up at 4 to work out, though. He's one of those people. Oh, wow. He's a psychopath. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'll be a CEO then. Yeah. He's on That's, his way. He's, he's on, on his way. On track. <laughs> That's great. That is awesome. Um, how, how do you go viral? How yeah, do you? Uh, tell us the uh, Give us the do? format, the <laughs> recipe. All of our, the people that listen to this want to know. We want to be viral by tomorrow. Everybody, That's also my least favorite question of all time. Like no, do, you doing get video that a stuff. Lot? Oh, people want a video and they're like, "Yeah, we like viral stuff." It sucks because like, <laughs> yeah, we like viral stuff. I don't know. That's just such an insane request. <laughs> yeah, we like like the best version it's possible. Dollar Shave Club. That's that ad. Oh, everybody and they always say like, "We want to go viral." It's like, what do oh, you think? Oh, like this when you're is? doing ads for people yeah. and like. Yeah, it's hard to because even when you tell them, they don't listen to you. Like, right. Okay, so. I just remember being a person who hadn't gone viral yet and um, I missed that time and wondering myself like how you go viral and there's no like way there's no recipe it's really just all luck I mean it's in my case it was lying about who I am you know and (laughs) pretending to be somebody completely different and that's how I've gone viral all the times I've gone viral I don't know how you do it just being yourself and being funny as yourself and you know I don't know how I've gone viral truly because people were pissed off I don't know how to go viral making people laugh does that make Hmm. sense yeah all right i don't know if i totally agree with you i mean i think people just love to laugh well now yeah okay well that's very nice like yeah but yeah it does it wasn't a time it's i mean it's all controversial type political stuff so it does come from this place of a lot of people feel fear and a lot of people feel all these emotions and then there's something that's in that same vein but it's like makes light of it there's it makes people feel better yeah i think that's that helped a lot to see that you can still like find something to find humor in because it was at the height of the pandemic and people were just looking it was scary i was terrified and i started making those videos because i was either working or just like slipping into existential dread and thinking like we're all going to die. I mean, it was like July. So it was still a really scary time. And I think you're right. People were just wanting anything to laugh at. And if it had to be those that wouldn't wear masks, then like that was what we would laugh at. I'm tired of laughing at those people now. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Now, even now, it's like if I post a video, sometimes I'll delete it. And this is, it makes me a sick person, but I'll delete it if it doesn't get like the number of likes I want it to get like within a certain yeah. amount of time because yeah. this it poisons your brain 
it's not good. <laughs> yeah, that is that is got to be tough, and because it is kind of it's your job now, right? It's one of the most important things you do. Yeah, is releasing videos, feels... which it didn't. You used to be just a fun thing. Yeah, but now it's like this is pretty important. It's like a pressure. It is, if something newsworthy happens, and I do sometimes feel like I have to not like. I'm not like people have to hear what I have to say, but it does feel like it's expected of me now or something. Mm -hmm. And so it's like you get called into work. That's what it feels like. But I'm not getting paid to do it. That's the thing. No one's paying (laughs) me to do it at all. Yeah. So it's strange. Uh, I cannot imagine knowing that anything I post, Steve Martin is going to see. Listen, I would. I would throw all of my devices in a river and move to the mountains, I think. That's I do. You're killing it. I I don't know if I can handle the pressure. I'm really not. And sometimes it's just like. I mean, he hasn't unfollowed me yet. I do check to see if he has unfollowed mm-hmm. me. Every morning. Every I get up, that's the first thing I do. Uh, Steve Martin and Dan Rather, too, because he's, like, old and distinguished and just, like, he's Dan Rather. And so I've posted things and I've deleted them because I'm, like, Dan Rather is going to see it. <laughs> yeah. Dan Rather's following. What are you doing? <laughs> that is the worst. Your content is designed through the Dan Rather filter. Yeah. It has to I can't be. disappoint Dan. <laughs> it is funny. We all have those people that, you know, whether it's for stand-up or for social media content, you think, for some reason, you just have that handful of people that you think, what will they think? Yeah. It's just funny that yours are those group of people. Who are, oh, I was going to say, who are yours? But they're, oh, like, real know. people that you don't want to name on a podcast. Yeah, real people, not famous people, <laughs> just like people in my life that for some reason they're the people I go to. They're just like, oh, what will they think? Well, it's you know really famous people too. I do, but I don't know if any of them care what I post. <laughs> <laughs> is Jeff Foxworthy on the Insta- on the Instagram? I say he is on the Instagram. He I, he's getting more active on Instagram. Is he good for he? Yeah. Good for he. Good for he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm scared to ask him to do this podcast, but we'll ask him eventually. No, you should. Yeah. My parents well, used to have like the um, "You Might Be a Redneck" of book in their bathroom, and I yeah. would read it constantly as a child. It might, it's defined by that book and those sketches. Yeah, yeah. you might be a redneck. He's got a lot of those books. Yeah, I think, <laughs> there are more. Yeah, there's a lot of redneck books. Yeah, <laughs> good for That's him. Good stuff. That's what I mean. Yeah. Find your brand and capitalize. I'm proud of Jeff. Yeah, I will let him know. <laughs> yeah, let him know. I'm sure he's wondering what I think about him. <laughs> well, that was the perfect the perfect answer. That's the foolproof recipe on how to go viral right there. Thank you. It's to find your friend. <laughs> I don't even know what we said, but there it is. <laughs> there we go. That's our that's our video we're going to use. Yeah. How, how to go, go viral. How to go viral don't. 101. It makes your life so much more complicated. Yeah. First like, of all, decide if you should. Yeah, it's never worth it. It's really not. I mean, it worked out for me. I sound like an idiot. Like, you I had got a your job, dream job. Now. Yeah, I'm like, don't do it because it's less for me. Don't but do it. Um, <laughs> you might have to dr- move to the nicest part of the country and do the job you've always wanted you to might do. Have, so. You might get hired and start making money. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. I'm making money for the first time in my life, and I'm just like, I want to spend it all. Yeah. <laughs> like, what can I buy for Weird. your children? <laughs> Invite me to your baby shower. Yeah. Yes, honestly, my friends had a baby recently and I'm just like, I'm getting everything. Babies are so expensive, but I need to start saving. But yeah, no, getting going viral and Aaron can attest to this. It's the most stressful thing and it really takes a toll on your mental health. And mentally, I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm doing like my best, you know? Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. It's it's a bummer. I had to, there's a couple times where I had to like step away for a couple months. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because I never had like an audience like yours, but there was pressure that came along with it and Every once in a while, someone would say something that really got under my skin. Yes. I'm like, what is this? These people have this power. And I get a hundred comments that are like, this is so funny. Yeah. I love your brain. And then one person says something and I'm just like, stare at a wall for four days. No, <laughs> it's you're always, exactly right. It's crazy. It's always that John Mulaney line, just like, that's the thing I'm sensitive about. Yes. <laughs> I had this experience this morning. I shot a sketch with Mark Kendall, who yeah. you know we love. It's so yeah. funny. Um, earlier this week, and he sent me a cut of it this morning. And like, it was from an angle that I knew if this was like online, there was just like one scene where I was like, can you like punch in a little more on this? Because if people even are reminded that I have like a butt, like they're going to say something like, cause of one experience I had online where I posted like me in a wedding dress and just one can just say something pervy and it just for the rest of your life, you're just like twitching about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well you see that picture and you think about that guy yes. and it's crazy that that guy has that power. But 100%. it's like, yeah, you kind of ruined this picture for like forever. <laughs> it yeah. is crazy how much power there is in people's comments that you don't care about. Strangers online yeah. that you'll never meet. For sure. The one right now, Heath Hassar. I don't know if I said his last name right. He's uh, part of the vlog squad, like David Dobrik, oh, yeah, that yeah. crew. Uh, I knew him from Vine back in the day. Super nice guy. Um, but we look alike, kind of. And so <laughs> I've had a few videos get big on TikTok last few weeks. Just hundreds of comments. And it's a variation of like, this looks like a Kmart Heath. But some of them are like, it's like if I drew Heath from memory, are like, (laughs) they get funny, but every once in a while, I'm like, dang. None of them are like, a more handsome Keith. No. (laughs) None of them are. 
it's usually like this is like a super old Heath. I'm like, I'm two and a half years older, dude. Super like, chill old out. Heath. If Keith went to the old beach. <laughs> the old beach. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, now every time I post and I'm like, do I just want to read this looks like bootleg Heath comments for an hour? That's but, gonna suck, dude. I, I was watching funny. a vine compilation with my friends. We went to a cabin weekend, we were just watching like old vine compilations, and you were in so many of them, and I was like, That's so weird to see your friends on like TV. I mean, we were, it was on TV because we had an HDMI cable. It, for sure. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. weird. Yeah. To it's, see. It's not, I mean, I've, it's happened before. I'm watching a clip and Brian Williams is like, oh, comedian. Blair That's Erskine. a really good Brian Williams impression. I, I forgot about Brian Williams. I didn't forget, but yeah, he's a, seems like he's a fan or a, fan. Produ- a producer is. Well, yeah, yeah his producer is a big fan. <laughs> And he's definitely seen your stuff. He's seen my stuff. He'll do the the cheeky intros. He's like, oh, we have a Ted Cruz PR director who happens to look a lot like comedian Blair Erskine. That was very funny. I was like, Brian, (laughs) you salty dog. It is kind of nice he does that because you have to set it up in a way that so that that awful thing that happens sometimes doesn't happen where people get mad for both reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And he certainly knows something about like, lying and then people get mad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? We right. love Brian, though. We love Brian. Um, yeah, he's he's been really cool to do that. Like, twice in one month, my mom was really excited about. And, but they don't tell you again, and so I can never catch it live. It's just my friends calling me like, my mom just saw you on MSNBC, and then I have to wait until 2 a.m. for the rerun so I can record it. But it's been, yeah. It's weird. I think about all the time. Sorry, I'm rambling, but no. my favorite comedians, you know, you see them on talk shows and stuff and, and they all know each other and they all came up at like the same time. And I'm like, how does that happen? But now I see just being in Atlanta and the comedy scene here. And I feel like Dulce and like Mia Jackson and so many of these people, like you went viral. I went viral. Like you, Andrew, you're going to go viral. Now, it's going to happen for you. That's why we're filming this. <laughs> and you see how people, creative people that you admire, you know, I don't know, come from the same place and know each other and like come up together. Am I making sense? Yeah, you are. No, and it, I have noticed that about you too, is that like, Local comics that, you know, might be new to Twitter have a smaller platform that are very funny. Like, I'll see you retweet their stuff. and Yeah, I think Atlanta's funnier than anywhere. Yeah, and you're just trying to be like, put a spotlight on the right people. It's cool to see. Well, yeah, well, thanks. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm just a little bit different. <laughs> that's the main thing that I like to say now. That's going to be my tagline. No, Atlanta's funnier than everybody. And I do believe that, that we have the funniest comics here in Atlanta. And so I think we all should be, we should all be making it. Are Come you on. still doing a lot of stand-up? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted Speaking to ask you about up. that. You're succeeding so much in this other stuff, but I've, I've always known you as a comedian because that's where we see each other. Yeah. So is that something you're going to take a break from? Or are you going to continue to do it in LA? I think I'm starting to itch to do it again because I see everybody else starting to do it again and I'm, I feel left out. And I do have a stand-up agent now and he's like, do you want to do it? Maybe you should do it again. And yeah, I'm you like... Could, you can fill up some rooms now. <laughs> that's what he keeps saying. And Your I'm like, stand-up yeah, agent's trying know. to get you to do stand-up again, kind of? Yeah, it's like Crazy. weird. I'm like, why? Why are you so obsessed with me doing stand-up? <laughs> no, he's great. And he's been very patient with me. But um, I do want to try again because it was a good, you know, it's, it's just a good skill to have and to be able to do. And I need to get my brain working, you know. Yeah. For so long, my brain worked in joke format. And now it's like, what kind of video can I make? And so I need to like, but I'm doing a lot. I'm trying to like finish a pilot. And I'm trying to, you know, whenever you go viral, you all of a sudden have so many people trying to get you to do all these different things at once. And you just, it's like, I don't know what I have the bandwidth for, but I do want to try stand up again. I need to do it here in Atlanta before I just like go out to LA. And I'm like, here I am yeah. and trying my best. Yeah, do a big goodbye show or something maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, I need to get on stage just a roast. to see. Just do a roast. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> yeah, I would if love that. If the internet that. comments aren't enough. <laughs> right what if my I friends were mean to me? <laughs> <laughs> About the things that they know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do love roasts though. So, yeah, I do want to start again. Are you guys doing stand-up for you? Have you started back? I am. How yeah, is it? I'm how back. is it out there? It's super fun. Is it? It's back to mostly how it was, it feels like. I mean, yeah, I've been to shows at the school, and people are laughing more, I would say, than they were. They're just like, thank God <laughs> we're <Yeah>. alive. <laughs> yeah, especially once things were first kind of coming back. The people that were coming out, even if it, the event spaces weren't full capacity, the people that came out, we're so excited to be there that yeah. it made up for any amount of less seats. So it's kind of been a continuation of that, I think. And yeah, it's been a fun, fun time traveling around. Traveling around. I was uh, did a homeschool convention <laughs> night before last. So I'm back. You... <laughs> I'm back, baby. Comedy's yeah, back. <laughs> big time. Tomorrow night have a corporate event for a donut company. <laughs> so I'm just You're crushing. I'm it. back at it. Back full fledged normal schedule. Is it Krispy Kreme? Is it Krispy Kreme? It is not. Okay. It is. It is Hertz Donuts. Hertz. And I met them at an event I did last week. 
And that's a joke. The Hertz. So yes, yeah, so I didn't know that. I said, "How'd you get the name Hertz Donuts?" She goes, "Oh, you haven't heard the joke." And I was like, "No." And she goes, "There used to be this joke where you'd ask someone if they wanted a Hertz Donut, and then if they said yes, you punch them in the shoulder what? and say Hertz Donut." <laughs> And then they named the company after that. Oh my God. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's so, amazing. Springfield, Missouri, you will not be allowed to attend that event, but I'll be in Springfield tomorrow night. <laughs> this will have already been released. I know. You're this will at be the released. I'll just... be home by the time this is released. <laughs> it's December. <laughs> and also, now. it's not a ticketed event. <laughs> it's not a ticketed event. Well, congratulations. Mike. Are you. Aaron, are Thank you, you so much. Doing no, I, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't since pre-COVID. I was, as y'all know, was starting my first show ever, monthly show. Mm-hmm. Y'all are going to be on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First uh, one, we were going to be on. All three. And of us. I, I had seen you a couple times at random shows before that. But Andrew said when we were, I was trying to figure out who to get, and he's like, "No one kills harder right now than Blair." That's crazy. Yeah, you so you're that? my really? first person. I promise. Yeah, you're like, I don't remember saying. That. I don't know. What I said that. <laughs> you said that. I think I did say. Yeah, that. it's true. You did. And oh, then the world shut down, and the show was canceled. I was and so I haven't done it about since. The show. I yeah. was like, he's like, he's been on. He's like a TikTok star. I remember telling my mom, and she was Whoa. like, what? It's TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then that never happened. Canceled. But next month, I'm gonna do Andrew's show and get back into it. You have a brewery show coming, Georgia Nofo Brewing, and Aaron is he's not gonna do the July one. He no. chickened out, but he's gonna do the August one. So. You're going to do it. What day in August? It's not. It's TBD. TBD. Probably the 19th. Cool. That's a good day. I think. That's a good day. I'll make sure I'm out of town. Brittany Dent's birthday. I'll make sure I'm out of town. (laughs) Happy birthday to Brittany. (laughs) And happy stand-up reunion for Aaron. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Blair, uh, in case people want to follow you online, I know you're trying to get more followers. Mm -hmm. Uh, you're very hard to find. I get to tweet for Tig next week. I'm so sorry. You do? Oh, I complained man. about it, and yeah, they messaged me last night. They were like, do you want to do it next week? And I was like, yes, thank you. That's uh, awesome. That's so funny, because she does that to like help comedians get more seen, now but like you already, you probably have more Twitter followers I know, it wouldn't suck until now. I'm just going to have to, I'm going to have to do something nice, like just do my friends jokes, because I'm like, people are going to hate me. They're going <laughs> to hate me. But yeah, my Twitter is, hey, Ozzy. Um, it's not my Twitter. It's at Blair Erskine. And that's what it is. I'm not going to try to change it again. Yeah. I promise Twitter, you have my word. And then on Instagram, it's Blair.Erskine. And if you just type Blair, B-L-A-I-R-E, Erskine, into anything, I'll be there. Yeah, just yeah. get an E on the end of it. So. And watch Jimmy Kimmel live. Only Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Colbert, <laughs> Fallon, canceled. Only yeah, Kimmel. NBC missed out. So NBC missed out. Yeah, I'm glad. I think, I mean, yeah, I'm definitely working for the right Jimmy. He's the best Jimmy. The best Jimmy. So best many Jimmy. Jimmies. Um, what is your email sign off these days when you're, is it thank you, best, graciously? Oh my gosh. It's uh, thanks, exclamation point. Thanks, exclamation point. Thanks, All exclamation right. point. I'm like a it. thanks comma, so it's, yeah. it's close. Yeah. Thanks, okay, cool. cool. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> no worries if not.